This is Let Your Voice Be Heard, right here on WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem. We are back on Let Your Voice Be Heard on 90.3 FM, WHCR, the voice of Harlem. If you were just tuning in or if you just clicked on to my Facebook Live event, we finished an amazing conversation about Islamophobia in America. And yes, we have a serious Islamophobic problem. But now we're switching to the good things on the good side with Selena Cat Daddy, Beyonce, Hollywood Hill, who is doing a debate party tomorrow with the Apollo because she's nice like that. And she is going to highlight a dream. A woman who is full of good black girl magic and whiskey and ginger ale because that's my favorite thing to drink after Hennessy and apple juice or just water because I'm hungover. Selena? Thank you for that. Quite an introduction, Stanley. Yes. So, yes. it's I, Well, yeah. He, he calls me Silianse and Beyonce <laughs> as an insult, actually, but I'll, mm-hmm. I'll take it as a compliment. I'm, I'm sorry for using up all the mic. We used to be Destiny's child, but I realize now why they only See? call their child, not children. See, that's what he says. That's what he means Stay when woke, he says beloved. that, guys. Um, all right, so this is the Dreamer Endure series, the time of the month where we highlight, spotlight a phenomenal millennial for what they're doing in their career, in their lives, and also in the lives of the people around them. So the person that's been hanging out with us for the last hour, her name is DJ Sienna Chanel. She is a concierge of hip-hop and R&B. She's also um, a DJ in New Jersey. And... um. Um, To add to that, she also has a background in modeling, broadcasting, and education. Um, She also gives back and engages in community outreach programs, as well as doing girls and women empowerment events to promote self-awareness, solidarity, and the expansion for greater consciousness. She also has a banging shirt on. Her shirt is bomb. Tell us what your shirt says. Oh, 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 can we pull her up? Repeat that. Check, check, yeah. Um, what's <laughs> up, y'all? It's DJ Sienna Chanel in the building. Yeah, it says um, Melanin there. I don't even remember where I got this from. This was on some, like, Instagram. Like, yo, I love that shirt. How do I do it? And I bought it like that. So I feel bad because a lot of people like this shirt. So shout out to Homegirl that put this shirt together. Or, it's yeah. super dope. Yeah. It's, it's super dope. Thank so, you. okay, DJ Sienna, you just mm-hmm. came to the mic like a DJ. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> you have to. I mean, you know, it's fun. Right. No, so so tell us about, you know, when and why you started DJing. Um, wow, in November it'll actually be like four years that I'm like an official on the turntables DJ. I've been doing like radio personality work, things of that nature, T V personality work for a long time, like some years. I don't want to really, really date myself because I think I just made that cut on a millennial thing. But um, <laughs> I'm in there nonetheless. But yeah, so um, I got into DJing because you know, my passion, one of my passions is music and what I realized that the DJ is able to do is really be able to control them and I don't want to say manipulate because people put a negative connotation on that but, but move the crowd in a way that um, you know, other people can't. It's up to us to determine whether you're going to be live or you're going to, you know, be sad or cry, give you something to think about. That's what we're able to do. We're able to, you know, maneuver and move vibration like none other. So that's why I, I love being a DJ, and that's what I kind of got started in it for. You know, I'm a DJ, too. They call me the Ox Court God. Ox Court God? Yeah. Or, so if you want to hear Hamilton, mm-hmm. come see me. I. It's a lot of Ox Court Gods out in the building. <laughs> and it's not it's one. Of, no, not no, at all. No, not at all. Oh, not at all. Not so at you all. really get down with the turntable? Yeah, I mean, I learned on turntables first. So, because that's a big conversation with people. I've only been doing like DJing for a few years. So, no, I'm not Funkmaster Flex or one of these types of people. I can scratch a little bit, you know what I mean? But what 
what is important about what I do again is I'm a great song selector and I know how to move and motivate a crowd. So that's what I'm able to do. Um, I have a really, really deep root in all types of music. Don't ask me the question that everybody asks. What's your favorite music? What's your favorite song? Who's your favorite artist? If you're a real DJ, that's almost impossible to answer because you know so much music. Your 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 crates in your mind go way far back. So I listen to, to everything. I mean, I, I'm a classically trained in uh, singing as well. So I listen to everything from opera to, you know, Young Thug. It doesn't matter to me. Wow. And, yeah. I, you know, those are the DJs that I really appreciate. The ones mm-hmm. who are diverse. The ones that can throw on some MJ or some Prince yeah. and then put some trap on. Like, you really have to broaden, like, your perspective and understand the crowd and things of that nature. Like, DJing, I have so much respect for you guys because it's not easy. Like, I've been to, you know, parties or gatherings. You have a bad DJ. You're just like, I'm ready to go home. Exactly. And then you have the good ones who know what they're doing and, and, and also know how to, like, understand the power of music Mm -hmm. like can you talk more about like how powerful music can be well music man all right we can get into a whole conversation about exactly how powerful music is but we'll keep it very uh just surface for today but um music in general the the beat our heartbeats this vibration that we feel within us i mean all of our senses is all based on vibration so music is a way to kind of tap into that you know if you listen to music and you could just feel the emotion that's coming from it it's because of the connection that we have vibrationally to it so mm-hmm. it's so important what it is that we're putting out and what we're taking in on a regular basis I don't believe that any type of music is necessarily like inherently bad. I just feel like, you know, there's everything in moderation. If there's a balance, you know what I mean? You could turn up once, you know, sometimes and sometimes, you know, gospel's cool, too. It just depends on where you're at at the moment. It's just up to you. I don't condemn anybody's music because that's their personal expression. So, you know, um, I think we all have that right. And I think if you use it to really, really try to touch people, um, you know, you can you can change the world with music. You definitely can. Definitely, and I agree to that. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I want to talk about is, have you talked about some of the challenges you may have faced being a female mm-hmm. DJ and, you know, in a male-dominated industry? Like, I, I love when I see female DJs. Shout-out to DJ T- um, Taylor here mm-hmm. in Harlem. Um, Rhea, yeah, I love DJ her. Rhea, that's my homegirl. Right, yeah. like, you know, but, you know, I can't even name too many others, but I yeah. can name five other men of if course. you ask me to. So how does that feel? I mean, you know, it's very similar to what happens with female rappers. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you get kind of put in this box or there's only one that's able to be popular at a time. Um, Remy Ma, like, I love her. That was one of her interviews. She said that right coming out of jail. Like, yo, why is it that it, it can only be one female rapper on top? There's tons of us, and we all are, you know, important and have something to say. So it's okay if I sound like this and she sounds like that. We all should have, you know, some sort of outlet. And it's the same thing for female DJs. I think the biggest thing, I guess the only thing I really come across is people just don't think that I can actually DJ. They think I'm a, the ox guy, like the boy <laughs> over here. That That's all I can really do is just I'm just pressing buttons. So people are always pleasantly surprised. I mean, other than that, I actually really appreciate this, this moniker, this little add-on that I get of being a female DJ. People want to drop that. But for right now, I think it's important to, to be called a female DJ because... I mean, honestly, it gets me a lot of jobs. I get to do a lot of girls and women's empowerment, like uh, summits and any type of 
party organization that needs me in that way, I'm always right there. And they, and they they want someone to show other young ladies that this is also a career opportunity for you too, a way to be an entrepreneur, a way to you know to showcase a talent and show your love for music and your culture. So. You know, I, that's the only thing I guess that really bothers me is they just don't think that I can DJ because I'm a girl, which doesn't make any sense whatsoever, as though we have some other type of ideas about music. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I think that's ridiculous. But other than that, you know, pretty people are pretty cool. And it's good being around a bunch of dudes most of the time because they'll carry my equipment and stuff like that. <laughs> that's so what that's they're the, good for, right? You know what I'm saying? No. At, least, at least you could do that. Make yeah. yourself useful. That's right. sexist. You're right here I mean, for that. Hey. It is what it is. Bang, bang. Um, <laughs> Gang, so gang. you yeah. were talking about um, the Women Empowerment Summits mm-hmm. and the, the workshops, and I know that you were a part of um, an organization called Unstoppable Girls yeah. in New Jersey. Can you talk about what this program is, like what it does, you know, what's its mission, and then what you do with the program? Well, Unstoppable Girls is an amazing organization that's spearheaded by um, Coach Carol Lucas. What's up if she's listening? But, um, yeah, what they do predominantly, we go into schools and uh, we do, like, private seminars and workshops with young ladies and talk to them about self-esteem, body image, what the how the media could, you know, make you feel or make you seem as though you should be portrayed um, and just try to tackle those issues that most young ladies deal with. Um, when I teach workshops, uh, I try to use music to to help that, but I like to try to teach things about again vibration. Emotion is very important when it comes to young to young women specifically. Mm-hmm. I mean, all people we deal with emotions and we deal with you know how we're gonna move through our lives and all of that. So I like to try to teach them about law of attraction, how they can you know speak their existence. And whatever it is that they want, they can do it. They just have to focus their energy on that and that there's nothing separating them from anybody else. It's just kind of trying to get a focus on your on your thought process. So mm-hmm. if I can work with young ladies in terms of um, positive affirmations and things of that nature, maybe some meditation like that, that that's that's pretty much where I go with it. And that's really powerful, you know, especially, you know, working as a mentor, because it sounds like, you know, you're you're mentoring these young ladies. What challenges do you think that they're facing? You know, I know this is a new generation. I have trouble even sometimes understanding my little sister (laughs) and who's around 14, 15. So, like, uh, what is it that you think that they're lacking or that you can give them to, to help them? Honestly, I don't think that they're lacking anything. Uh, I mean, more or less than what we all lacked at that age, at 13 or 14 or whatever it is. We all weren't quite sure of what we were going to do or who we were going to be. Or we all listened to music and like wore our clothes in, in ways that our parents necessarily didn't agree with. Um, so I don't think there's anything wrong with them. I think mostly it's us always condemning young people about the things that they're doing. Um, we kind of get very old and fuddy-duddy in our ways as we grow up. And, yes, we have different perspectives. And I think that we can guide them um, to make maybe better decisions, but it's definitely their time to to figure out how to express themselves and how to be the best that they can. So my message to most people, especially to adults or really to the to the young ladies when I'm talking to them, is like, yo, don't listen to what these old heads are saying. It's okay for you to listen to this type of music. I know you're not internalizing it in that way. Let's let's try to find the positive in it as opposed to constantly saying like you're wrong for this and you're wrong for that. So I don't really think it's anything wrong with the young ladies. And if you're one of the ugly, smelly kids who had acne like I was when I was 14, 15, <laughs> 16, it. if they tell you to use to take a shower and drink water, they're actually right. Do that. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like basic health things are important for young people that they may not know, of course. But when it comes to just their their expression of themselves, that's really what I'm there for more so than anything else. I just feel like that's something that we, we tend to do with young people. I have a son. My son is 10 years old right Oh, my. Now. That yeah. doesn't even make sense because, yeah. girl, girl, you look 25. Hey, well, <laughs> I wasn't 25, y'all, when I had my kid. But, yes, my son is 10. So, um. Yeah, he. I'm trying to let this kid grow up and be be who he wants to be. Of course, with guidance and expressing to him like things that are important. But it's the most important things are not to not look at kids as though they're stupid. They're not. They're brilliant. Every last one of them. They really are. And if you treat them with respect, then they'll they'll kind of meet you halfway on a lot of things. Good point. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I want to talk about why you know you seem like a pretty woke individual. Yeah. Someone who you know uses the hashtag stay woke. Mm-hmm, I go to the marches, mm-hmm. all that. Don't watch Empire. It's poisoning your mind, beloved. I don't know something about Stanley that. does both. <laughs> Stanley's woke and he watches Empire. So I don't watch believe Empire that. too. It's all good. It's <laughs> fun. No, I love that hood ratchet soap. That's what I'm nonsense. saying. You just gotta relax sometimes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? Yeah. Like so. So basically, why do you think it's important for girls, for youth, to become socially conscious mm-hmm. at a young age? You know, FYI, I don't. People, I wasn't taught, you know, I no one brought me to a march. No one really sat me down at home and taught me my history. In fact, mm-hmm. when I tried to ask about, um, you know, slavery and our culture and why certain people in my family had light eyes compared to darker skin, it was hush hush. Like, yeah. we don't talk about that. We don't talk about how the slave master raped my great grandmother. So why do you think that it's so important for young girls to become socially conscious, young people? Um, I mean, it's just a part of their culture. If you're a specifically black in this in this community, in this country, this is just something that we we have to discuss. It's in our face every single solitary day. Our communities, especially in the places that I go and speak to these young ladies, are mostly, you know, urban communities where it's um, poverty stricken, educational systems are low, um, one family household, you know, all, all of that, yada, yada, yada. So I think that... Um, it's important for them to know exactly where they came from because their beginning is not where we mostly talk about, which is their situation now. That's not who they are. That's not who they will become in the future once they understand, you know, their their background. So I think it's important just so they can kind of uh, have some type of identity in terms of the in terms of the culture. You know, my son again, my son's 10. I have the conversation. I've already had the conversation, the talk with him about how how you you deal with police officers. I've already had that conversation. He rides his bike outside with his little friends here and there, you know. So I have to I have to have those conversations with him because I want him to be aware. And they, when you initially bring those points up, you would be remiss in telling and not explain explaining and expressing to your child why it is so, why we're in the situation that we're in right now. You know, why do white people feel this way about us? And I mean, that's a really really deep concept. But they're they're very more than capable than understanding if you tell them, you know because of their fear basically i'm trying i'm trying to watch my my words so I'm not trying to be too i'm trying to like edit Stanley yeah i'm trying to here. edit a lot i'm editing yeah no no but we definitely feel you um so you know as you mentioned you know yeah you've dipped in um tv as mm-hmm. a tv and a radio personality yeah. you know you're also um djing uh you did modeling i can mm-hmm. see how like oh, you're, you're freaking beautiful Thanks. um Girl, you're fine <laughs> Stop it, boy. He's, so this ahead. one, I don't know. He's off the hook. Yeah. He's off the hook. To... He's off the hook. 
We know that. But um, so you got to control the boards because he <laughs> go off. You see that. But um, so you're doing a lot. And mm-hmm. something we asked all of our dreamers is what do you dream to do um, in your personal career and also to give back? Well, this is always such a crazy conversation for me, but um, what I really dream to do, like my actual big lifetime goals, is I really, it's important to me about spirituality and allowing people to be able to express themselves in that way. So I, I actually, like all of this for me is for a greater good. I really want to study um, all different religions and be able to speak to people in terms of, you know, their spirituality and how we can all be connected when it comes to, you know, universe, God, whatever you want to call it. So, um... You know, DJing for me is a way to 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 get in to hopefully attain some sort of wealth and influence, so I'm able to move throughout communities the way in which I would like to, which is like going into Chicago, going into Compton, going into Harlem, going into Newark. Big shout out to Jersey, you know what I'm saying? Camden and all of these places, and create um, self-sustaining communities for Black people, and also most and first and foremost, teach, teaching them about um, their spiritual connection and um, how they can pretty much do whatever they want the, the moment they realize how connected they are to God. Well, that's powerful. <laughs> that is yeah. really, really powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you, support you, support Unstoppable Girls. Right. You know, let let everyone know how they can hop on the DJ Sienna Chanel bandwagon. Yeah, well, for right now, everybody, thank you so much for listening. And you can check me out at I am Sienna, S-I-E-N-N-A, Chanel, C-H-A-N-E-L. I know how to spell my name. On uh, Instagram, Twitter. I'm just Sienna Robinson on Facebook because I had it from before. I was, like, kind of cool or whatever. So check me out on there, too. Unstoppable Girls, they're also on Instagram. You can check out Unstoppable Girls. I believe it's .org. And, um, yeah, check them out. Donate. Help them. You know, come and visit Newark. We're doing big things out there. Um, Really, really, we're going through our gentrification process right now. So it's important for us to make sure that we maintain in that community. Definitely. Thank you again mm-hmm. so much. Thanks for DJ. having me. This was fun. You're so good at what you do. Aww, Give me a high five too. You. I was in awe watching the oh, show. Oh my goodness! No, I definitely appreciate mm-hmm. that heart to heart. Um, you know, I think that we can all take a page from DJ Sienna Chanel's book when it comes to like not only following your passion and your dreams, but using it to uh, to fulfill a greater dream, like a, a bigger thing, to basically help the betterment of humanity. And that's something that's powerful. No matter what your calling is, I think that it's important for us to all get in touch with that and use it for that greater good and like you're being an, a great example especially for young girls and I think that in a way even in Stanley like even <laughs> everybody can even? do something no I mean you even know what you, I mean Stanley. even Stanley I appreciate that even though Stanley is really <laughs> ratchet and offensive you know what you're helping somebody <laughs> you're showing somebody that they can do it too I'm We're hoping my future that. employer not hiring me right, oh my <laughs> that's probably what it is but on that note guys we do have to say goodbye I want to thank everyone for, for listening for tweeting for watching us via facebook live stream don't worry we'll be back live in effect next week right here on whcr 90.3 fm the voice of harlem this is let your voice be heard hey, hey.